the root of all excellence. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the root of all excellence. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Um, hi. What's up? How was your week? Um, kind of busy. Busy? Yeah, like, you know, um, we recently had Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And, I mean, although, you know, because of kind of how I work, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't able to participate in full. Yeah, as much as you would like. Right. Um, but I think it turned out pretty good. I think so. Had a good meal. Yeah. Got leftovers. You know it. And bought some stuff. Right. Did a little shopping. Right, Black Friday sale. Yeah, my parlay won. Did it? It did. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, my parlay won. Mm-hmm. So I had a good day. It seemed like um, you was on fire. I was on fire. If there was more games, I would have bet more. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, How was Thanksgiving and everything for you? That's good. It was kind of the actual day was busy, right? Because I did mac and cheese, right, the night before. But trying to get the dessert and everything together, right? The turkey, yeah, carved and everything, right? Um, but I mean, overall, it turned out in the end of the day, it turned out well. Yeah, I was just trying to get everything done. It- it was better than I would have expected. Yeah. Yeah. You expecting terribleness? No, I wasn't really expecting terribleness. It's just. It's a good day. It was a good day. Yeah, I think it was a good day. Yeah. And today was a good day. Today, what went on today? Today. Black uh, shopping. Shopping. Yeah. Black Friday sales. Yeah, you know how I love a good sale. Still got Cyber Monday. We do, but I don't know. I feel like, so Black Friday is one of my holidays just because I love shopping and it's the shopping day of the year. Right. But I feel like it's not the same that it used to be. Maybe because I've done it so often, it's just kind of like wearing off. Well, Black Friday? Yeah, like the excitement of it. Because you don't need nothing no more. Maybe. Well, I don't think I needed anything then, but. Yeah, I mean, like, I think the more you do it, the more, and then you're getting older, yeah. the more you realize, like, you don't need another, just random stuff. Another TV. Right. Like, I could understand, <laughs> like, if we needed a TV and we was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to wait to damn near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But as adults, if you need a TV, you're just going to go buy one. That's true. So, I think you just don't need as much as you once needed. Yeah. As much as I want to need. I right. Don't, I don't. But I do want to buy stuff because it's buy stuff day of the year. Right, right. So, I mean, I still found some stuff that I... You can buy. Could and buy and... Be useful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make it worth something. But, yeah, overall, it's been a good weekend so far. Yeah, so far, so good. Mm-hmm. The week went by quick because it was a shorter week. 
Yeah. It felt shorter, at least. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of felt shorter. Yeah. Yeah. I know me personally, I didn't buy anything. Because you had me buy it. Well, I mean, I'm talking about personal. Did you buy you anything personal? Mm -hmm. I feel like you did. On the sneak, bought something personal. Let me run it through my head. No. Okay. No personal. Nothing personal. Mm -mm. So we kind of got on the same. Christmas shopping. Okay. Mm. I bet I just felt like I needed to buy something personal real quick. <laughs> Are you still going to buy um, this weekend? Is that your plan? I don't know. Like, I may wait till Cyber Monday, but uh, I really doubt it, man. It all depends on uh, what's available. Okay. I feel like Cyber Monday is not as good because everything you can just buy online anyway for Black Friday. Right. And I feel like Black Friday used to be like standing in line, going to the store in the middle of the night. Yeah, now everybody is shipping it out. You just buy it online. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I may check out, see what kind of deals they have. Mm Mm-hmm. But every time, you know, it's like a, um, every time I, uh, I find myself like scrolling through some app, whether it's clothes, shoes, jewelry, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably scroll through for like 15 minutes and then realize like, I don't, I don't really need nothing. Uh, you don't want it. Yeah. It's not that I don't want it. It's like, what am I going to do with it? I'm probably not going to wear it. No. You know? Yeah, I guess. I seen some dope Air Force Ones. Mm. And um, I don't know what, what I would wear them to. I'm running out of shoe space. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Like, So, I just didn't feel like um, I, I needed them. Like, Starting to feel like man, I didn't need, I don't really need it. Then I was like, "Yo, maybe I can get some certain things for the trip." Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't need anything for the trip either. Right. I kind of OD'd on that. You did. So I really don't need anything for the trip. I, I still, I'm still waiting on stuff to come that I've already bought. Yeah. So. I'm gonna still check it out though. Are you? Just to see, but just in case there's an impulse buy. Right. But other than that, like I'm not. Mm. I didn't I already bought enough. Yeah, like it's I bought shoes last year or earlier this year that I've been like, yo, I'm gonna just use them for the you know? Mm-hmm. And I haven't even worn because I've been saving them. Yeah, like for the trip, so at this point, I have shoes I haven't worn. Yeah. I bought newer shoes. You have since. And still haven't worn them. Right. So I'm going to just chill out, man. Okay. You know, if I see something that I I really can use, then I'll, I'll probably buy it. But mm. other than that, like, I'm not. I need to relax. Okay. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know. I can't say. I don't feel like I'm going to buy anything else. But you never know. Just never know. 
Sometimes I just want it. Yeah. I'm talking about fiending for it. Well, no, just want it. Yeah, nah, sometimes I'd be like, man. Because a lot of times, you know what it is? It's a guilt thing where I feel like I don't treat myself as much as I need to. And I haven't in the past. So you feel guilty about that? Yeah, like, because you know me, like, I'm a, I'm a work. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have no, like, I don't, I don't feel bad about how hard I work or, I had no regrets about how hard I go when it comes to work, mm-hmm. right? But I do kind of feel guilty when I don't I don't treat myself with mm-hmm. what comes with working this hard, right? So, yeah, because I know um, previously I didn't do it. Treat yourself? Yeah, like I didn't treat myself when I had the opportunity, mm-hmm. and. And so now I feel like guilty that if I don't do it, mm, every once in a while, at least, right? Every at, at least when I could look back and go, well, I haven't bought myself anything in this amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, I can I can do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I start to feel guilty, and it makes me really want to like, you know what? Forget it. And I got to stop waking up in the morning and buying stuff because. I don't be in my right mind yet. In the morning, yo. Is that when, oh my god! Is that when the impulse happens? I'm. I don't care. I didn't bought like three hundred dollars worth of stuff in the morning. Right when I wake up. What did you buy? I don't even remember. When did this happen? Um, this year, definitely. It's like on a random day. Random day, um, I woke up in the morning, uh-huh. and I was just, like, scrolling through an app. Because, you know, it take about 30 minutes to an hour for you to, like, come out of that sleep. Oh, I don't know. Well, at least for me. I don't think I experienced the same. Right. So, so for me, for me to come out of, like, that, that sleep haze, mm-hmm. um, it took about 30 to 40, uh, 40 uh, 30 to 45 minutes, maybe to an hour. This take you a while. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, during this time, I just, I don't know, like, I just don't have it in me to care about being responsible. In the haze? Yeah. Oh. So, usually that's when it happens, um, <laughs> and I already got it in my car or something. Uh-uh. You know? Okay. And sometimes I just be putting things in my car because it, it's like a, you know, that's how I save it. Yeah, save for later. Right. And one time I looked at my card and said, let's buy the whole thing, knowing that I, that wasn't my intention. Mm. But. Just did it. Yeah, so. Okay. But, um. Well. Yeah, sometimes you do got to treat yourself. Yeah. You got to definitely just take a moment to find something to appreciate you and your function. Yeah. And my whole thing is like, man, look, man, if I'm going to be here, mm-hmm. I want to enjoy every aspect of it. I don't want to feel as, like, restricted. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if I want a new pair of shoes, I'm going to give me a new pair of shoes. 
If I want um so be you know some fly clothes, get them. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm not finna be here, work as hard as I work, and just kind of restrict myself. I think that you end up losing in the end, and that's what I've experienced before. Yeah, I think if you're doing a good job, you should reward yourself definitely. Right. So, you should I mean, you're be, doing it for a reason. Right. You should want to be fly. I mean, even if it's not be fly, even if it's just. I'm doing a good job, so. Let me give myself a pat on the back by yeah. buying me a new chain. Or whatever it may be. A chain, a new shoes, an ice cream cone. Right. Whatever. Right. Just something. Something to say. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. Yeah. It feels good to get rewarded. Oh, man. It's it's addictive to me. <laughs> I am addicted to Amazon. T- the rewards? I have no. What do you mean? You're addicted to. So the reward part part of it is addictive to me, and and over the time I've become addicted to Amazon. I see as your reward. Right. So not even as a reward, just I'm working. I'd be then. Oh yeah, scrolling on scrolling computer. on Amazon and found something. On the computer. And this um, you get it in two days thing. Mm-hmm. Is amazing. You get something you get it tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I seen the dude order a smartwatch and get it the same day. I said, oh. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, like certain things. Um, It's just amazing about Amazon, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm addicted to it a little bit. Mm. I didn't know shopping felt this good. It does feel really good. I tried to tell you. And you didn't want to hear it. No, I didn't. Hell, you don't need to buy something. You don't need to buy anything. You remember I was like, I never had that many shoes. Never. And now, like. With your nose turned up, though. Yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna donate some, though. Are you? Yeah, I feel a need. Like, I, I had to get rid of some stuff. Okay. So, I'm gonna be donating stuff, you know what I mean? Um, If you listen to the. Podcast and you know like somebody I I was size eleven and a half, twelve, but um if you know somebody who needs some shoes just let me know um because I need to get rid of some because I really especially since I got this new job I really don't I don't be wearing these shoes like that so not really maybe um when we. When you rarely go out and do something. Right. But, you know. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I just bought a whole bunch of new shoes. So, I need to kind of make room for some, for my new shoes. And then, um, I'm probably still going to buy some more shoes. Are you? Yeah. There's some stuff coming out that I'm like, yo. Is it? Oh, man. Which I show you these Jordan Thirteens is about to drop. Thirteens. That's the ones like we got. Oh, okay. So. And they're nice. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm a fan of like the off numbers, like an eight. There aren't too many eight options. Not yet. Right. The uh, twos. Those are like. 
They just made it around. Right. Coming out a little bit more. Right. So I think a little off color. Right. Yeah. But they just made a they're just making their rounds. Oh. Um they'll get to seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And tens. Yeah. But they try to do the most popular ones. Right. That's what I'm noticing. Like, there's so many, like, 13s, 3s, mm-hmm. 1s, 4s. Like, hmm. But there aren't many of the other styles, so. Right, they'll get to them. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of uh, options we get. Right, right. Different colors. Yeah. I mean, I think you just bought a pair of A's, right? I do have a pair of eights. Okay. So. The um, Black Samurai. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard, though. I like them. So they, they're making their way around. Yeah. Eventually, they'll get to them. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't worn them yet. Right. When you wear them, you going to take them on a trip or what? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it goes with the color scheme that I'm going for. Okay. So... I don't know. I was saving them to sell them. Right. But I might as well just wear them now. Might as well just wear them. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I could find an outfit to wear with them. Yeah, something fly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'll figure out somewhere to wear them. Yeah. But overall, man, we just got to be financially uh, responsible. But also uh, willing to, you know, kind of splurge on yourself here and there. A little bit. Treat yourself. Yeah. I mean, it don't have to be expensive either. It really doesn't. Like, you get a $6 shirt, $12 jeans. You know what I mean? Like, it really doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a splurge. Right. And that's the crazy, and that's the fun part of it. Right. That's the fun when, like, you like a certain style and when you can find something where it's not super expensive. Right. You got to go overboard. I know I do. Yeah, a little bit. And then they always have a sale. You, you know? Yeah. Everything so, is always, what, 30%, 40%. Yeah. Well. I need all that. Yeah. And then those deal pages is what I follow. So. Right. I'm always buying something off a deal page just because it's on sale. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Just anything small, little. Make yourself something that you want for dinner. Right. Like go to the grocery store and buy what you want. Yeah. It's, yeah. So man, um yes, I mean I guess it's okay to slurs on yourself. I just gotta stop doing it when I wake up for sure. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I was sneak. Roll over and be like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> because you're so tired. Yeah, kind of still tired. Yeah. And so I feel like in this in that phase, I feel like I could do anything. You can. And then not affect me. I mean, it doesn't affect you. So, I mean. I mean, it does at some point. Right. But, I mean, it's not, it's not extreme. I don't do it like every other day and that, okay. but... You know, that's when I'm most uh, impulsive. Oh, okay. 
Okay, well. All right, so what is the topic for today? So today, uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry. Mm-hmm. So Jerry Jones, there was a picture from 1957 yeah. of Jerry Jones, which is the Dallas Cowboys owner. Um, standing in front of the school when they were trying to integrate the schools. Yeah. So it wasn't like the most welcoming kind of environment for the people trying to integrate the schools. Right. And he was on the other side of that, standing in front of the school. So there has been questions about what's going on, what's happening, why are you there? Um, and so he actually, was it yesterday? I think so. Yeah. Yesterday answered a few of the questions. Um, yeah. And he just said he was a curious kid. Um, it was a lot of, ums in the statement. Um, but basically he was just saying that he was curious and he didn't quite understand the magnitude of what was happening. Right. And yeah, that's what I got from it. Okay, I mean, like, um, how do you feel about, like, what's going on and the the temperature of it? Because I feel like um, they're trying to cancel them. Yeah, so I feel like, um, so with the picture, they're kind of bringing it to connect to that he hasn't, he's never hired a black head coach. So none of his head coaches have been black, but he does have what I've read over 50% of the staff, coaching staff of the Cowboys is black. Right. So, so the help is black. The help, the, the support is black. The team is mostly, but the head of it, like the people in charge um, of the coaching staff never hired and then also the connection of there's only three black nfl head coaches in in the league right now right so is it three that's what they said okay there's three i don't know if there's more might there be more i mean i know the stillers coach not head coaches i don't think so he's not the head coach no no yeah the stillers coach is the head coach but Uh i don't I think they might be right. Like, it might only be three head coaches. It might be more than three coaches overall, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the coaching staff for Dallas, it's more than half of them are black. But the head coaches, there's only three head coaches. Right. In the NFL. Yeah, I mean... And so, the question was kind of, does his feelings and perspectives show by him being in that picture and is it connected to him not hiring any black head coaches um, so I feel like mm-hmm. maybe yeah I mean maybe there's a connection yeah because so you, you have people that are still alive 
that were a part of the Jim Crow era. Yeah. Very active members of the Jim Crow era. So at that point, he was 16 years old. Uh, 14, 15. He said he was 16. He was 16? Mm-hmm. He wow. was 16 in that picture. Right. Um, so he's standing there. Right. It doesn't look like he's being aggressive or anything like that, right? There's right, no, I, I agree. No emotion, no anger, none doesn't, of that. Doesn't look like, it looks like he's just like observing. Like right. What's going on? But I feel like a man of that age that grew up in the South, it's kind of hard to... Not be racist. Yeah, not have been taught. Right. And have an understanding if uh, at that point you're 16, right? Right. So the 16 years before that, you have this understanding of what your privilege is. Yeah, at 16, you you primed almost. Right. So, I mean, you knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, you look like you was just observing. Um, but also, it wasn't like all the white students there. It was a specific group. In which you were a part of. Right. So. I just think. Um, like like you were saying. Um, growing up in that time frame. Uh, it's kind of hard not to be racist. Right. I mean that's the. That's the society. That's the culture. Right. Um, almost like if you grew up. In a certain time, it's more than likely that you're gonna have a certain view when it comes to sexuality. Everything, right? Right. Um. Yeah, like so. I think that uh, it definitely is related to the reason why he haven't had a head coach that was black. Also, it's kind of lends to when he wanted to kick all of his players off the team if they kneeled. Mm. Right. Like, yeah, nigga, we own you. Right. You know? Um, I think that um, it exposed him. I mean, I, I'm sure that being the owners of the Dallas Cowboys, you can't like think that this guy is not racist. Being the age that he is from the South, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, right? You in Texas, and you just want to be in Texas. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about Texas, the, the concern of Texas, but no. But anytime, like, um. You've invested in a in a team in the South, and I think you become part of the good old boys club. Absolutely, right? And I yeah. think that they have a um idea of how everything should look as far as mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a it's a. It's a wonder why he won't let his players kneel and he haven't had hired a black coach. But I feel like we saw the what is behind the owner's right mindset with Kaepernick and the way that he was 
uh, what did they call it? Colluded against? Was it a collusion? Right, right collusion. So. Which means like the, all the coaches came together. I mean, all the owners came together and said, hey, nobody better not hire this dude. Right. Because of the kneeling. Right. So we understand like. It is a good old boys club. Yeah. They all together. They all, you know, play golf or yeah. have their drinks, their scotch, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Yeah, you know, give each other business advice and hang out. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I would imagine it's like an exclusive club that you're a part of. And for most people who own, like, football teams, right, Mm -hmm. they're billionaires of other things. Yeah, so he's um, $11 billion worth. $11 billion. Net worth. So let's say. Plus. Plus. Yeah. Right. So let's say about 15. To be fair. Right. Okay. How much do you think the Dallas Cowboys is worth? Like one? Maybe maybe two? One to two. Right. This is a toy for him. Yeah. This is what, in most cases, when it comes to people owning a football team, it's a toy. Right. It's like owning, like, you know, a horse in a race. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And when your team make it to the Super Bowl, it's like the Kentucky Derby. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, to think that, um, to the, well, to think that, to be surprised the fact that he would be a part of a picture like this. It's like crazy because this is who they are. This is what the good old boy club consists of. Right. I feel like a lot of them are around that age, too. Yeah. So it's not surprising. I mean, I kind of assume anybody from the South, from that era or earlier. Right. You have this mindset. Right. That you've been taught. And I mean, sometimes you can come out of it, right? Sometimes. And I'm sure that everybody wasn't racist that uh, grew up in the South. Right. But you benefited. You had your privilege. Right. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. And so I feel like you can definitely come out of it. Of course, you can learn better. Right. You can learn not to be racist or that it doesn't really matter. As much as you would like it to matter. I don't know if you can unlearn racism. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure you can. Oh no. Yeah, you can. You feel like okay. Okay. I get what you're saying. Like racism is a disease. Um like alcoholism. And if you rehab from racism, it's possible. I think if you have more exposure. Yeah, I was going to say that, and that'll be your rehab, because one of the things that I noticed, like, throughout my life is, you could be racist as you want to, it ain't going to stand up if you ca- if you have consistent contact. Right. So, like, it's it's easy to say, oh, man, I don't like blacks if you don't never see none or be around none. Right. But if you have to rub shoulders with black people on a consistent basis, it's going to change the way you feel about them. But I think even like, um, so maybe they don't necessarily dislike black people, 
but they don't have the same. We're not the same, right? Definitely. So, like in like in the help, where I can appreciate my black maid, but we're not the same. Right, and it's white supremacist. Right. Right. You feel like okay, I'm just better than them. Right. They're yeah. like less than. Right. And I think early on, it was easy to kind of feel like that because of the, like the, it wasn't an even playing field. Right. Right. I think now it's, it's still not an even playing field, but um, it, black people have some more advantages. Right. Right. So um, I know that... uh. In my in my experience, I had to rub shoulders with a lot of people that you knew was racist. Yeah, and you kick you kind of seen it wear off them, mm. like over the course of time. Yeah, right. And it was funny watching like them interact with their family now. Mm. Right? right, so let's say they family fly out to see him, mm-hmm. and it was kind of fun because you know that who they were when you met them mm-hmm. has worn off them, right, and it may not have worn off their family. It definitely didn't, right? right, and and this was the thing that I used to watch. Um, I used to go, "Is they gonna come back confused?" Because the ideas of what life is and who people are has changed. Right. Now they have to interact with the people who actually um, taught them the original idea. Right. Are they going to see them different and come back confused? And I used to literally wait to try to have a conversation because I, w- I will watch them have um, be confused about uh-huh. those old ideations. And what is the result um they never talked about it honestly they just they wouldn't talk about it but um i used to watch them be confused though on purpose pay attention to it yeah yeah so i feel like you can unlearn the racist teachings right like in those situations they're literally unlearning that to where now i understand that what i was thinking and what i believed is not true right right um but i feel like if you go back into that environment right you're relearning you may you're relearning i don't i don't know if you relearn it because clearly you understand that it's not true but i feel like if you go back into that about you may just participate yeah because just to kind of not Stand out or, right. or not ruffle any feathers or just, you right. know what I mean? Not have any conflict, it's right. whatever. Just to not create more problems for yourself. Right. Right, no, I understand. So I think, but reality, like as you travel and see the world and you experience different people, different cultures, mm-hmm. I feel like you learn more. Y'all no, definitely. And like I don't know what it does to you, but um it definitely like opened up your mind. Right. And the crazy part about it is it happened to me and I, I could say that I wasn't ready for it. The mind opening. 
Right. Mm. To be like this, because I come from a very narrow, you do it like this, this is what you do kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so like being able to go to like all these different countries and experience some of their culture, Mm -hmm. you know, um, kind of opened the world up for me. I didn't know that was possible. Right. Right. So um, kind of opened up the world um, for me. I wasn't ready for it. Mm. And I knew other people didn't have it. So it's very, it's like, it's very hard for me to go all around the world, then come back and try to talk to my friends in the, and from a world view. Right. So it made me like quieter. Mm. because I couldn't and I didn't understand maybe like it was like was I like this before like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I didn't I didn't um, it was hard for me to understand like the box method again right right to go back into the box right yeah so I think that's the same thing with like racism Right. So once you get out of the box, it's kind of hard to go back into the box. Right. Because you know it's not true. So that's why I feel like you can be racist at one point and then not be racist. Granted, you still have your privileges and you may still have like family members that are racist. Right. But you yourself, because you're out of the box. You have a different view. Right, right, right. But I do also want to be careful in assuming that because this was 65 years ago. Right. That now he's not racist. Yeah, like. um, Like it doesn't automatically wash off everybody. Well, you got to think like this, right? Um, He's a billionaire. Right. Um. To kind of be born during that time and then become a billionaire, right? Yeah. You don't have to adjust to anything. Not really. Right? Right. Like you don't have to. You kind of been the man this whole time. Because it ain't like you just became a billionaire. Right. So, if society changes, you don't have to. Right, yeah. I mean, he could still keep the same kind of outlook and perspective, and it's not necessarily like he's changed, right? Right. So I think that that we have to keep in mind. Right, right. I know that uh, your boy, mm-hmm. one and only, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm recently kind of released a statement um, regarding Mr. Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. We both kind of like um, kind of recently watched it. Right. How did you feel about his statement about the whole thing? Um. Well, he said he's very fond of him. Right. I think he's like a Cowboy fan. Oh, okay. Is he a Cowboys fan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Are they like friends, associates? I feel like I feel like he may know him okay. at, at by the I mean at the least know him. Okay. You know, um, seeing how Stephen A. Smith is, he covers sports and he's very like right known, you know, known, popular, famous. Right. 
Um, and he's a Cowboys fan. And oh, okay. So I would think, like, at, at least he know him. Right. So I feel like that it makes sense what he said. So basically he was saying, like, he doesn't deserve what it has happened. So for him to have this picture come up and then this be connected with, oh, you haven't hired a black head coach ever. Right. Um, and kind of the questions that are coming up of it. He's saying that he doesn't deserve that. I feel like, yeah, he do deserve it. All all people are doing is asking questions. Right. So what's going on and what are your thoughts and where are you at right now? Right. Like, come on now. You still this racist? Right. Or what? Would you say that you still that, you know? Like, there's a a possibility that you may be. So what's going on? Right. I feel like questions and, and having communication and having a discussion about something isn't it. Everybody deserves it. Right. I mean, just, um, just, uh, like just press him to be able to talk about it. What's going on? But he talked about it. No, no, definitely. I mean, he said a whole bunch of nothing, but, um, yeah, he just said he was a curious kid. He didn't understand the magnitude, and yeah, he was sixteen. Right, and I get it, you know. Um, and he's glad that that doesn't happen now, and right. want to make sure that that doesn't happen now. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it, but if something like that pops up, yeah. You definitely need to address it. I think so. I think questions need to be asked. Right. Um, I mean, he said what he said, and and he had his answers to his questions. Right. I don't feel like it's anything where he needs the team taken away or anything. No, no, Or any, like, you know what I mean? The the severity of it. I don't think it's, like, a a severe thing, given the situation, given the, the time. Right. I, I just didn't think that uh I think that Stephen A. Smith is tap dancing mm. for these people. When I first heard it, I was like, Come on, Stephen A. Because his talking points didn't make any sense. Right. Um, I can understand that you're very fond of Jerry Jones, that of course you're a Cowboys fan. Right. right? But to say, oh, he was 16 and listen, bro, that's not an excuse. No. They charge our 16s as adults. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Tamir Rice was an adult. And he was 12. Right. But when they called the police on him, mm-hmm. he was 20. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We just kind of covered the story where... A man called the police on a young lady, uh, on a little girl, right, and said that this was a, a a little woman, right, young woman, young woman is out here, and so I think his talking points were terrible, and anytime um someone talking points is terrible, mm-hmm. I feel like you're trying to give them an out. <laughs> Like, please don't think he's racist. Right. I mean, 
I don't think it necessarily says that he's racist. I think it does raise questions of are you racist? Right, that's what I'm saying. Which is which is I think a justified question. Yeah, it's fair. Like I don't feel like I mean if you are racist, you are. It is it is what it is at this point. Right. You've been racist for what? How Your whole life? Like, I mean, it, it got to be in the 70s, 80s. 80, right? Yeah, so. 80 years old or so. It is what it is at this point. What are you going to do? Right. But I think the question is justified to be raised. And I do think that people deserve to be questioned. Right. If there's something that suspicious comes up. Right. I, I don't feel like anybody is like. He can be a good person. And if he's a good person, I'm sure he understands why there would be questions. So, um I had a I had a friend who um we were kinda close, um, in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. And he was from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So I automatically assumed he was a Dallas fan, Dallas Cowboys fan. And he wasn't. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, that should be a culture out there, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things that he said that I didn't understand at the time was Jerry Jones is the devil. Yeah. I didn't know much about Jerry Jones at the time. Right. And I definitely didn't know what he meant by the he's devil. the devil. Right. Yeah. Um, but because of that, I think because he felt that way, he was like some other kind of fan. He might have been like a Patriots fan or something. Uh, uh, uh. And um, I think like over the course of time, we've seen um, Jerry Jones kind of sway certain things. Like within the NFL, mm-hmm. he is powerful. Yeah. Right, um, to come out and say, if anybody kneels, you're off my team. Right. Um, the move that he makes, because, you know, Jerry Jones is one of those owners who is also the GM. Oh. Right? Um, the moves that he's made um, lets me know that he's very um, firm. Mm-hmm. Um, Somewhat of an asshole. Uh, I can guarantee it. Uh, right? Now, when it comes to his players, maybe not so much because, I mean, in order for you to win, you kind of need the pieces to the puzzle, right? Right. Um, but he definitely do things in which you, you understand that he has complete control. Right. Um, so I think that's what he meant when... He was saying like he's the devil. Yeah. And mind you, we don't know what other entities that he's a part of outside of the NFL, outside of football. Right. So um, I think I've always felt like out of all of the owners, there's certain people who kind of is influential within the owners. Mm. I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones is one of them. Right. Um, so when this picture came out, I mean, I didn't feel like, oh, called him. I feel like, oh, yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. I mean. But I I, feel like just in the history, recent history of like ownership of sports teams, 
Mm-hmm. Right? So you had the Clippers uh, owner. Right. What, what was his name? Um, Sterling? Donald Sterling. Okay. So him, I feel like at that point it was kind of surprising. Like, you really feel this way? But then... As you kind of just keep moving forward in life, yeah, you kind of see it more. It's like a whole culture. Yeah, so it's not as surprising that right. the owner is racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, if, if he is racist, it's not a surprise. Right. We just kind of covered, like, the Phoenix Suns owner. Right. Who was saying, like, racist stuff. Right. And look, like I said, these guys are billionaires, and these is their toys, right? To own a team, to you know, um, control people, right? So, um, they're gonna feel like this. It's a good chance that they're gonna feel like this, right? And anybody associated with them can't be that much different right I would think Mark Cuban is different but I'm not sure yeah I think it's if it's not like a shared belief it's an accepted that's how they are you know what I mean yeah I don't think that makes makes it right I'm not standing next to nobody I don't think it makes it right, but if you have a racist grandma or a grandma that says racist stuff. Right. She's still your grandma, She's huh? still your grandma. Yeah, but that don't mean you got to be around her. You got to be around her like that, but you, you're going to be around her because it's your grandma. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that, um, how can I say this without sounding crazy? For me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If... I'm in disagreement with anything that you believe or do. Mm-hmm. I'm just not being around you. I don't care who you are. So I don't know that I feel the same way because I can definitely disagree with things that people believe and things that people do. And I can still be around you. We just probably aren't going to talk about that. Nah, I'm not... If what you do can be um, like crucial to hurt, like hurting other people, right? Because I feel like um, Donald Sterling, mm-hmm. right? If you feel like this, and this goes back to like the last podcast we just did, if you feel like this, it can affect other people's lives because a lot of people depend on you to be um, kind of fair. Mm-hmm. authentic and treat them right you would expect yeah um if you feel like this like are you being fair are you treating people right no no i'm pretty sure um your action is going to just like display what you really feel right and in the process some people can get hurt or become collateral damage based on what you're doing. Your bias. Right, right. Right. But we're all biased and we all have our biases. 
Yeah, I'm not sure all biases affect other people, though. They affect the way that you treat people. I don't even know if that's true. Yeah. Not that's all why the time. you need to be aware of your biases. Right, but I don't know if... It may not be... Like, all biases are treated equal. They're not. That, you know what I mean? They're not. They're not treated equally. And they can be based on things that are not true, right? Right. Just an assumption. But but that's where it's important to be aware of your biases and where they're at. So, oh. like, I don't know. Like, with a different owner, right? So, if a different owner... um understands that the Clippers owner was racist. Right. Which I'm sure they did. I'm sure there was conversations. I'm sure he's said things in that nature outside of like yeah, things in private. Right. Which was crazy because what he initially said was in private. It just was recorded. Right. So things that were not recorded right. it wasn't the first time that he said something like that. And so I feel like if you're friends with somebody like that, you had to have heard something that may be suspect at the very least. Yeah, along those lines. A little concerning. Right. But you may not really be concerned. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I don't know. I just feel like I can be around people that I don't necessarily agree with on everything. Because I don't agree with anybody 100%. Right. At all. And I, I mean, I don't want to have to agree with people. I don't I don't think, like, that's the purpose. I mean, I think that we're all going to find things that we don't agree about, you know. Yeah. But um, some shit people believe is, like, too much. Sometimes it's too much, but we could just not talk about that. Yeah, nah, I'm not being near you. Oh, okay, well. Right, and there's certain things, right? So, like, if you're a pedophile and that's what you believe, yeah, I'm not being, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going, oh, no, this is my uncle, such and such. He a pedophile, that's what he, that's what he like, that's what, no, I'm not being around that dude. Okay. You know? So, I guess it just, um... Is based on my moral compass and what I um, deem as ethical. Right, but I think that's with anybody, right? You're going to, I mean, based on moral compass, right? Right. And what you deem acceptable or unacceptable. But if it's part of a culture, clearly if you want to be part of the culture, you feel like it's acceptable. No, definitely. Um and so if it's a culture of owners being racist. Right. And you're an owner and you're not racist. You damn near, um, like the nerd of the group. I guess. Like, you're just not going to participate, I guess. <laughs> right, so. I mean, but you're not going to sell your team because the rest of the owners are racist. No, I'm not saying sell your team, but I may not be in that group of owners. You see what I'm saying? I may not participate in anything that they got going on. I mean, so if it's like an owner's union or something, I'm not a part of that. I, I or guess. board, owner's board, or group, you know, like, well, you know, they 
form a club. Yeah. I'm not going to be a it's part a of it. It's a very that. exclusive club. You're a part of it because you're an owner. Right. But I'm saying I'm not interacting in that way if I feel like the rest of the owners are racist and I'm the only one that's not. Okay. We can't talk about anything. I'm going to do me over here and that's how that's going to work. Well, I Otherwise, know. I can't be no owner. Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to be an owner then because I don't know that that's how that works. Either either I'm going to operate in this space the way I want to, which means like I, I can't really mess with y'all like that. Or I'm just not going to be an owner. Okay. Or, and I think you just don't be an owner. Or I'm going to be an owner. The, that's the culture and you're coming in as a new owner. Right. You're not going to dictate any changes in anything with, of course the, I am. with the culture. I think I will. Okay. I think the problem is a lot of people don't feel like they can. So you coming in as the new owner of yep. a, a team. Right. And these people have been owners for 50, yeah. 40, 50 years. Yeah. And this is the culture that we've established. And you're coming in new. And, There's a new sheriff in town. And you're going to change the culture. It's a new day. Okay. It's a new sheriff in town. Okay. And I need everybody to know. Yep. Now, of course, you know, um, like I say, I feel like a lot of people feel like you can't change the culture. You can. Okay. Right? You can implement things in which you think is fair. Mm-hmm. You cannot engage in that way with these people. Mm-hmm. They can't. What, they going to make me do something? They don't make you do anything, but no, you can't come in new trying to change everything. And this has been established for decades, half a century, like even before that, because at, at one point, this is just what it was, right? Right. So let me this ask you this. is not for y'all. Y'all not supposed to be a part of this anyway. Right. So let me You're ask lucky you I'm letting you play. Right. So how do you, so how does it change? Because eventually it has to. They got to die. I don't think that's the, that's not, it don't make it change. It do. No. Absolutely. Think about it. If, they die off. If Jerry Jones is 80, how old do you think his son is? 65? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe? In his 50s at least. I don't 60? Think, I don't know. 60? I don't know. I don't know how old his son is. What I'm saying is, it ain't that far behind. It's not that far behind, but then he would be a newer owner. A new racist owner. Right? So then he's a newer owner. So it's not you, the new owner, coming in, changing something, if that makes sense. Right, but what I'm saying is, um, you have to wait for a couple of generations to die out in order for it to leave. I don't think for it to to leave the culture. I don't think it for it to be an acceptable common thing. You don't need generations to die. Okay. I don't think you do. All right. But I think if you're a new owner coming in trying to make changes to something that's been established for how old is the NFL? Hundred years? Hundred years? Couple years? Like a hundred and two years or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, hundred plus. It's not realistic. Okay. So if the son pick it up, 
I feel like there's more of an opportunity there for change as that next generation comes as opposed to the 80-year-olds right. that are running things right now. Okay. I just feel like, you know, um, a, a lot of people fold. You know what I mean? When it comes to uh, fitting into the group. Yeah, I just think a lot of people fold, they right? They do. And I don't feel like you have to. I don't feel like you have to fold, but I do feel like it is a choice that you're making to be a part of a group. Right. So if there are business-wise, if it makes sense for you to participate in the business dealings, which, of course, it does because you have all these things that go on with a team right? that you need to be a part of and privy of. Right. Like, you can't just not participate. I'm not talking to y'all. On my life, I'm doing that. <laughs> it don't work like that. I'm yeah, doing that. I'm just not going to talk to y'all. So, uh, we'll be friendly in front of the camera, but, you know. Um, Ain't even no reason to be friendly in front of the camera if that's how it is. I'll be friendly with them in front of the camera, but behind the scenes. I'm telling them what they is and what they ain't going to do. Mm. Okay. L. Koofy Slapper. Mm. So, I mean, I just think that, man, you know, um, you may be right, you know, it's a club, you just can't come in and implement what you feel. Yeah, it's an exclusive club. Mm-hmm. So think about you going to the country club as a new member. Right. And you like, we're going to change some things around here. It's a new sheriff in town, baby. Yeah, okay. New sheriff. Yeah, they're probably going to kick me out. I mean, they're going to find a way to, to, get, have, get some, to have something happen, right? You think, okay. Because these are billionaires. Right, but they don't mean nothing. Hmm. They have influence. They do. That's what it means. Yeah. But if I if I own the team, I would think I'm a billionaire too. You are. And I have influence as well. But you're new. I don't mean that. Yeah, I do. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, but overall, on a serious note, um, overall, um, I just think Jerry Jones had to kind of I don't think he had to need to be penalized or anything like that because mm. it's not it's not enough, number one. Right. Um but I do think that uh being questioned about it is reasonable. Mm-hmm. I just brought up some questions. Right. And I felt like what Stephen A was saying is like, Oh, this is not fair. You guys, no, 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 no. All right. We're going to look at this the way we look at everything else. Right. So if he is a part of this, um, quote unquote, protest, mm-hmm. then we we kind of got to believe that you think like them. Well, you're protesting. Right. Right. So, I mean. I mean, it. Even if we don't think like, I feel like there's a question of what, what is this? What's going on? 
Right. Yeah. Just, you know. That's it. And I mean, clear it up, you yeah. know. And that's all. That's all. That's because it. In, in all actuality, it's not enough. But at the same time, though, I don't feel like you could be his age. Come from Arkansas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just be not. Right. Just, you know what I mean? Right. So not have your own uh, racial biases. Definitely. And I think it is a bias. Uh, maybe he's not even aware of. Oh, definitely. Uh, he don't, like, come on. You are an old, from the South, rich billionaire. Mm-hmm. You don't even know you racist. Right. Maybe you don't even realize. Guaranteeing he don't know you racist. But maybe he just thinks what he thinks, and it just is what it is. Yeah. But I think having the question of what's your thought process, what was going on here, do you understand the concern or justified questions? Okay. It was easy. It was an easy interview. Right. It was definitely like not no hard questions. No. And it wasn't like a wrong tone or anything like that. Right. So, yeah, I think it was justified. And I think that, I mean, I could move past it at this point. Um. Yeah, me too. Um. I just wanted to close by saying this. Although, you know, I kind of joke with the whole, I can go in there and to be on a more serious note, um, I think that um, black people have to be aware that those same entities in which was a problem in those days still exist now, and now they're more powerful and more influential. And they have billions of dollars. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. When something like this comes up, they're not to be let off the hook. You have to answer for it. Just like if I was a regular person and something like that happened, I would have to answer for it. Right. 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 Um, let's not take this lightly. I felt like Stephen A. was trying to make light of it. Right. Mm-hmm. No. What this says is. Those same racist people mm-hmm. who hung and got people killed, it still exists. You know that um, Emmett Till killers, she's still like, she's all right. Right. She's still alive. Yeah, I think they decided not to charge her, right? Yeah. Even though they found like the uh, arrest warrant. Yeah. All right. So um, these people are still alive. Right. And the effects that they've had back then up until this point, we don't know what they are. True. Right? Um, so let, let's not let anybody off the hook. Let's not look at this like, oh, well, you know, it's just, come on, it was a, it was when he was young. And let's not let nobody off the hook, man. I hate when black people um, try their best to be fair to people that's not fair to us. I hate it. Mm, I I feel like it should be fair. I feel like they shouldn't have an unfair advantage. I feel like we should be playing by the same rules. Yeah. Right. 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 So if you're going to say Tamir Rice is 20 years old, that 16-year-old Jerry Jones need to come out and say what that was and be accountable for how he looked in this picture. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, I felt like what Stephen A was saying that oh, it's not fair to they did the same thing to Bill Cosby. 
from years later ago. Yeah. 40. What was it? How long? Well, it was ago? like 40, 50 years later. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing to him. Right. Dug up something in his past and he ultimately went to jail behind it. Right. So, I mean, um, if we're going to play this game, that's fine. Let's not, and let's make sure that we're playing by the same rules and let's hold them accountable like they hold us accountable. Right. Right? Right. What I don't want to see is black people being fine with something when if it happened to you, it wouldn't be fine. Like if somebody dug up something from 65 years ago. Yeah. It ain't going to be fine for you. Right, but you should you should think that it's fine, right? No. Does that make sense? No. Like if it was me, I would think, oh, okay, that's fine, whatever. No, because because evidence shows us that it's not it's not going to be fine. I mean, for other people, it may not be fine, but for me in my life, if I've moved on, I would think that it's fine. Like Jerry would think that it's fine. Why? When you watching them do this to people, why would you think it's fine? Why would Jerry think it's fine? Yeah. You watching them take people down. Because he doesn't feel like it's a big deal, clearly, based on his interview. But I feel like I get what you're saying to where I think you if- don't want black people to give everybody a pass and you know that you wouldn't get a pass. Exactly. Right. You know you're not getting a pass. Hold them accountable like they hold us accountable. Right. I think it was fair. I think you got a question. You got to ask the questions. Right. And I think I think that was dope. I mean, I think that should be more questions. But overall, he answered them and he was kind of like, hey, no, you got to explain this. What's going on here? Right. So I thought that was dope. But um, too often things happen like this and which Black people, specifically Stephen A., uh, it's like okay with it. It's okay. Now let them dig up some shit 30 years ago on Stephen A. Right. It ain't going to be okay. And Jerry Jones ain't going to come out and say, no, I don't think. He ain't happening. Right. So let's play by the same rules, man. And that's all you know. Okay. What do you guys think? Have you guys seen like the picture? Have you like looked at any of the interviews that we mentioned? Um, what are your thoughts? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. R-O-A-E underscore podcast. Mental health is real. Self-care is important. We out. Bye.